Now the Lord spoke to Moses after the death of the two sons of Aaron, when they had approached the presence of the Lord and died. And the Lord said to Moses, Tell your brother Aaron that he shall not enter at any time into the holy place inside the veil before the mercy seat which is on the ark, or he will die. For I will appear in the cloud over the mercy seat. Aaron shall enter the holy place with this, with a bull for a sin offering and a ram for a burnt offering. He shall put on the holy linen tunic, and the linen undergarments shall be next to his body. And he shall be girded with the linen sash and attired with the linen turban. These are the holy garments. Then he shall bathe his body in water and put them on. He shall take from the congregation of the sons of Israel two male goats for a sin offering and one ram for a burnt offering. And Aaron shall offer the bull offering for the sin offering, the, offer the bull for the sin offering, which is for himself, that he may make atonement for himself and for his household. He shall take the two goats and present them before the Lord at the doorway of the tent of meeting. Aaron shall cast lots for the two goats, one lot for the Lord and the other lot for the scapegoat or for Azazel. Then Aaron shall offer the goat on which the lot for the Lord fell and make it a sin offering. But the goat on which the lot for the scapegoat fell, or for Azazel, shall be presented alive before the Lord to make atonement upon it, to send it into the wilderness as, <laughs> here we are again, as the scapegoat. Then Aaron shall offer the bull for, of the sin offering, which is for himself, and make atonement for himself and for his household. And he shall slaughter the bull of the sin offering, which is for himself. He shall take a firepan full of coals of fire from upon the altar before the Lord, and two handfuls of finely ground sweet incense, and bring it inside the veil. He shall put the incense on the fire before the Lord, that the cloud of incense may cover the mercy seat that is on the ark of the testimony. Otherwise he will die. Moreover, he shall take some of the blood of the bull and sprinkle it with his finger on the mercy seat on the east side. Also in front of the mercy seat he shall sprinkle some of the blood with his finger seven times. Then he shall slaughter the goat of the sin offering, which is for the people, and bring its blood inside the veil, and do with its blood as he did with the blood of the bull, and sprinkle it on the mercy seat and in front of the mercy seat. He shall make atonement for the holy place because of the impurities of the sons of Israel and because of their transgressions in regard to all their sins. And thus he shall do for the tent of meeting which abides with them in the midst of their impurities. When he goes in to make atonement in the holy place, no one shall be in the tent of meeting until he comes out, that he may make atonement for himself and for his household and for all the assembly of Israel. Then he shall go out to the altar that is before the Lord and make atonement for it, and shall take some of the blood of the bull and of the blood of the goat and put it on the horns of the altar on, the, on all sides. And with his finger he shall sprinkle some of the blood on, the, on it seven times and cleanse it, and from the impurities of the sons of Israel consecrate it. When he finishes atoning for the holy place and the tent of meeting and the altar, he shall offer the live goat. And then Aaron shall lay both of his hands on the head of the live goat and confess over it all of the iniquities of the sons of Israel and all their transgressions in regard to all their sins. And he shall lay them on the head of the, of the goat and send it away into the wilderness by the hand of a man who stands in readiness. The goat shall bear on itself all their iniquities to a solitary land, and he shall release the goat in the wilderness." And Aaron shall come into the tent of meeting and take off the linen garments which he put on when he went into the holy place and shall leave them there. He shall bathe his body with water in a holy place and put on his clothes and come forth and offer his burnt offering and the offering 
and the burnt offering of the people, and make atonement for himself and for the people. Then he shall offer up in smoke the fat of the sin offering on the altar. The one who released the goat, as the Azazel, shall wash his clothes and bathe his body with water. Then afterward he shall come up into the camp. But the bull of the sin offering and the goat of the sin offering, whose blood was brought in to make atonement in the holy place, shall be taken outside the camp, and they shall burn their hides, their flesh, and their refuse in the fire. Then the one who burns them shall wash his clothes and bathe his body with water, and then afterward he shall come into the camp. This shall be a perpetual statute for you. In the seventh month, on the tenth day of the month, you shall humble your souls and not do any work, whether the native or the alien who sojourns among you. For it is on this day that atonement shall be made for you to cleanse you. You will be clean from all your sins before the Lord. It is to be a a Sabbath of solemn rest for you, that you may humble your souls. It is a permanent statute. So the priest who is anointed and ordained to serve as priest in his father's place shall make atonement. He shall thus put on the linen garments, the holy garments, and make atonement for the holy sanctuary. And he shall make atonement for the tent of meeting and for the altar. He shall also make atonement for the priests and for all the people of the assembly. Now you shall have this as a permanent statute to make atonement for the sons of Israel for all their sins once every year. And just as the Lord had commanded Moses, so he did. Then the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to Aaron and to his sons and to all the sons of Israel and say to them, This is what the Lord has commanded, saying, Any man from the house of Israel who slaughters an ox or a lamb or a goat in the camp or who slaughters it outside the camp, and has not brought it to the doorway of the tent of meeting to present it as an offering to the Lord before the tabernacle of the Lord. Blood guiltiness is to be reckoned to that man. He has shed blood, and that man uh, shall be cut off from among his people. The reason is so that the sons of Israel may bring their sacrifices, which they were sacrificing in the open field, that they may bring them to the Lord at the doorway of the tent of meeting to the priest and sacrifice them as sacrifices of peace offerings to the Lord. The priest shall sprinkle the blood on the altar of the Lord at the doorway of the tent of meeting, and offer up the fat and smoke as a soothing aroma to the Lord. They shall no longer sacrifice their sacrifices to the goat demons which, uh, with which they play the harlot. This shall be a permanent statute to them throughout their generations. Then you shall say to them, Any man from the house of Israel, or from the aliens who sojourn among among them, who offers a burnt offering or sacrifice, and does not bring it to the doorway of the tent of meeting, to offer it to the Lord, that man also shall be cut off from his people. And any man from the house of Israel, or from the aliens who sojourn among them, who eats any blood, I will set my face against that person who eats blood, and will cut him off from among his people. For the life of the flesh is in the blood, and I have given it to you on the altar to make atonement for your souls. For it is the blood by reason of the life that makes atonement. Therefore I said to the sons of Israel, No person among you may eat blood, nor may any alien who sojourns among you may eat blood. So when any man from the sons of Israel, or from the aliens who sojourn among them, in hunting catches a beast or a bird, which may be eaten, He shall pour out its blood and cover it with the earth. For as for the life of all flesh, its blood is identified with its life. Therefore I said to the sons of Israel, 
You are not to eat the blood of any flesh, for the life of all flesh is in its blood. Whoever eats it shall be cut off. When any person eats an animal which dies or is torn by beasts, whether he is native or an alien, he shall wash his clothes and bathe in water and remain unclean until evening. Then he will become clean. But if he does not wash them or bathe his body, then he shall bear his guilt. Then the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to the sons of Israel and say to them, I am the Lord your God. You shall not do what is done in the land of Egypt where you lived, nor are you to do what is done in the land of Canaan where I am bringing you. You shall not walk in their statutes. You are to perform my judgments and keep my statutes to live in accord with them. I am the Lord your God. So you shall keep my statutes and my judgments by which a man may live if he does them. I am the Lord. None of you shall approach any blood relative of his to uncover nakedness. I am the Lord. You shall not uncover the nakedness of your father, that is, the nakedness of your mother. She is your mother. You are not to uncover her nakedness. You shall not uncover the nakedness of your father's wife. It is your father's nakedness. The nakedness of your sister, either your father's daughter or your mother's daughter, whether born at home or born outside, their nakedness you shall not uncover. The nakedness of your son's daughter or your daughter's daughter, the nakedness you shall, their nakedness you shall not uncover, for their nakedness is yours. The nakedness of your father's wife's daughter, born to your father, she is your sister, you shall not uncover her nakedness. You shall not uncover the nakedness of your father's sister, she is your father's blood relative. You shall not uncover the nakedness of your mother's sister, for she is your mother's blood relative. You shall not uncover the nakedness of your father's brother, for you you shall not approach his wife. She is your aunt. You shall not uncover the nakedness of your daughter-in-law. She is your son's wife. You shall not uncover her nakedness. You shall not uncover the nakedness of your brother's wife. It is your brother's nakedness. You shall not uncover the nakedness of a woman and of her daughter, nor shall you take her son's daughter or her daughter's daughter to uncover her nakedness. They are blood relatives. It is lewdness. You shall not marry a woman in addition to her sister as a rival while she is still alive to uncover her nakedness. Also, you shall not approach a woman to uncover her nakedness during her menstrual impurity. You shall not have intercourse with your neighbor's wife to be defiled with her. You shall not give any of your offspring to offer them to Molech, nor shall you profane the name of your God. I am the Lord. You shall not lie with a male as one lies with a female. It is an abomination. Also you shall not have intercourse with any animal to be defiled with it, nor shall any woman stand before an animal to mate with it. It is a perversion. Do not defile yourselves by any of these things, for by all these the nations which I am casting out before you have become defiled. For the land has become defiled, therefore I have brought its punishment upon it, so the land has spewed out its inhabitants. But as for you, you are to keep my statutes and my judgments. And shall not do any of these abominations, neither the native nor the alien who sojourns among you. For the land, for the men of the land who have been before you have done all these abominations, and the land has become defiled, so that the land will not spew you out should you defile it, as it has spewed out the nation which has been before you. For whoever does any of these abominations, those persons who do so shall be cut off from among their people. Thus you are to keep my charge that you do not practice any of the abominable customs which have been practiced before you, so as not to defile yourselves with them. I am the Lord your God.
Then the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to all the congregation of the sons of Israel, and say to them, You shall be holy for the Lord your God, for I, the Lord your God, am holy. Every one of you shall reverence his mother and his father, and you shall keep my Sabbaths. I am the Lord your God. Do not turn to idols or make for yourselves molded gods. I am the Lord your God. Now, when you offer a sacrifice of peace offerings to the Lord, you shall offer it so that you may be accepted. It shall be eaten the same day you offer it, and the next day. But what remains until the third day shall be burnt with fire. For if it is eaten... For if it is eaten at all on the third day, it is an offense. It will not be accepted. Everyone who eats it will bear his iniquity, for he has profaned the holy thing of the Lord. For he, And that person shall be cut off from his people. Now when you reap the harvest of your land, you shall not reap for the very corners of your field. You shall nor shall you gather the gleanings of your harvest, nor shall you glean your vineyard, nor shall you gather the fallen fruit of your vineyard. You shall leave them for the needy and for the stranger. I am the Lord your God. You shall not steal, nor deal falsely, nor lie to one another. You shall not swear falsely by my name. So as to profane the name of your God, I am the Lord. You shall not oppress your neighbor, nor rob him. The wages of a hired man are not to remain with you all night until morning. You shall not curse a deaf man, nor place a stumbling block before the blind. But you shall revere your God. I am the Lord. You shall do, not, do no injustice in judgment. You shall not be partial to the poor, nor defer to the great, but you are to judge your neighbor fairly. You shall not go about as a slanderer among your people, and you are not to act against the life of your neighbor. I am the Lord. You shall not hate your fellow countrymen in your heart. You shall surely reprove your neighbor. But you shall not incur sin because of him. You shall not take vengeance nor bear any grudge against the sons of your people. But you shall love your neighbor as yourself. I am the Lord. You are to keep my statutes. You shall not breed together two kinds of your cattle. You shall not sow your field with two kinds of seed, nor wear a garment upon you if two kinds of material mixed together. Now if a man lies carnally with a woman who is a slave acquired for another man, but who has in no way been redeemed nor given her freedom, there shall be punishment. They shall not, however, be put to death, because she was not free. He shall bring his guilt offering to the Lord for the door to the doorway of the tent of meeting, a ram for a guilt offering. The priest shall also make atonement for him with the ram of the guilt offering before the Lord for his sin which he has committed and the sin which he has committed will be forgiven him.
When you enter the land and plant all kinds of trees for food, you shall count their fruit as forbidden. Three years it shall be forbidden to you, it shall not be eaten. But in the fourth year, all its fruits shall be holy and offering of praise to the Lord. In the fifth year you are to eat of its fruit, that it yield, that its yield may increase for you. I am the Lord your God. You shall not eat anything in anything with the blood, nor practice divination or soothsaying. You shall not round the side growth of your heads, nor harm the, the edges of your beard. You shall not make any cuts in your body for the dead, nor make any tattoo marks on yourselves. I am the Lord. Do not profane your daughter by making her a harlot, so that the land will not fall to harlotry and the land become full of lewdness. You shall keep my Sabbath and revere my sanctuary. I am the Lord. Do not turn to mediums or spiritists. Do not seek them out to be defiled by them. I am the Lord your God. You shall rise up before the gray-headed and honor the aged, and you shall revere your God. I am the Lord. When a stranger resides with you in your land, you shall not do him wrong. The stranger who resides with you shall be to you as the native among you, and you shall love him as yourself, for you were aliens in the land of Egypt. I am the Lord your God. You shall do no wrong in judgment, in measurement of weight or capacity. You shall have just balance and just weights, a just ephah and a just hin. I am the Lord your God, who brought you out from the land of Egypt. You shall thus observe all my statutes and all my ordinances, and do them. I am the Lord. Then the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, You shall also say to the sons of Israel, Any man from the sons of Israel, or from the aliens sojourning in Israel, who gives any of his offspring to Moloch, shall surely be put to death. The people of the land shall stone him with stones. I will also set my face against that man, and will cut him off from among his people, because he has given some of his offspring to Moloch, so as to defile my sanctuary and to profane my holy name. If the people of the land, however, should ever disregard that man when he gives any of his offspring to Moloch so as not to put him to death, then I myself will set my face against that man and against his family, and I will cut off from among their people both him and all those who play the harlot after him by playing the harlot after Moloch. As for the person who turns to mediums and spiritists to play the harlot after them, I will also set my face against that person and will cut him off from among his people. You shall consecrate yourselves, therefore, and be holy, for I, am the Lord, for I am the Lord your God. You shall keep my statutes and practice them. I am the Lord who sanctifies you. If there is anyone who curses his father or his mother, he shall surely be put to death. He has cursed his father or his mother. His blood guiltiness is upon him. If there is a man who commits adultery with another man's wife, one who commits adultery with his friend's wife, the adulterer and the adulteress shall surely be put to death. If there is a man who lies with his father's wife, he has uncovered his father's nakedness. Both of them shall surely be put to death. 
their blood guiltiness is upon them. If there is a man who lies with his daughter-in-law, both of them shall surely be put to death. If they have committed incest, their blood guiltiness is upon them. If there is a man who lies with a male as those who lie with a woman, both of them have committed a detestable act. They shall surely be put to death. Their blood guiltiness is upon them. If there is a man who marries a woman and her mother, it is immorality. Both he and they shall be burned with fire, so that there will be no immorality in your midst. If there is a man who lies with an animal, he shall surely be put to death. You shall also kill the animal. If there is a woman who approaches any animal to mate with it, you shall kill the woman and the animal. They shall surely be put to death. Their blood guiltiness is upon them. If there is a man who takes his sister, his father's daughter, or his mother's daughter, so that he sees her nakedness and she sees his nakedness, it is a disgrace, and they shall be cut off from the sight of the sons of their people. He has uncovered his sister's nakedness. He bears his guilt. If there is a man who lies with a menstruous woman and uncovers her nakedness, he has laid bare her flow, and she has exposed the flow of her blood. Thus both of them shall be cut off from among their people. You shall also not uncover the nakedness of your mother's sister or of your father's sister, for such a one has has made naked his blood relative. They will bear their guilt. If there is a man who lies with his uncle's wife, he has uncovered his uncle's nakedness. They They will bear their sin. They will die childless. If there is a man who takes his brother's wife, it is abhorrent. He has uncovered his brother's nakedness. They will be childless. You are therefore to keep all my statutes and all my ordinances and do them so that the land I am bringing you to live will not spew you out. Moreover, you shall not follow the customs of the nation which I will drive out before you, for they did all these things, and therefore I have abhorred them. Hence I have said to you, you are to possess this land, their land, and I myself will give it to you to possess it, a land flowing with milk and honey. I am the Lord your God, who has separated you from the peoples. You are therefore to make a distinction between the clean animal and the unclean, and between the unclean bird and the clean. You shall not make yourselves detestable by animal or by bird or by anything that creeps on the ground, which I have separated for you as unclean. Thus you are to be holy to me, for I, am the Lord, for I the Lord, am holy, and I have set you apart from the peoples to be mine. Now a man or a woman who is a medium or a spiritist shall surely be put to death. They shall be stoned with stones, for blood guiltiness is upon them. Then the Lord said to Moses, Speak to the, high, speak to the priests, the sons of Aaron, and say to them, No one shall defile himself for a dead person among his people, except for his relatives who are nearest to him, his mother and his father, and his son and his daughter and his brother, also for his virgin sister, who is near to him because she has had no husband. For her he may defile himself. He shall not defile himself as a relative by marriage among his people, and so profane himself. They shall not make any baldness on their heads, nor shave off the edges of their beards, nor make any cuts in their flesh. They shall be holy to their God, and not profane the name of their God. For they present the offerings by fire to the Lord, the bread of their God, so they shall be holy. They shall not take a woman who is profaned by harlotry, 
nor shall they take a woman divorced from her husband, for he is holy to God. You shall consecrate him, therefore, for he offers the bread of your God. He shall be holy to you, for I, the Lord, who sanctifies you, am holy. Also, the daughter of any priest, if she profanes herself by harlotry, she profanes her father, she shall be burned with fire. And the priest who is the highest among his brothers, on whose head the anointing oil has been poured, and who has been consecrated to wear the garments, shall not uncover his head, nor tear his clothes. Nor shall he approach any dead person, nor defile himself, even for his father or his mother. Nor shall he go out to the sanctuary, nor profane the sanctuary of his God. For the consecration of the anointing oil of his God is on him. I am the Lord. And he shall take a wife in her virginity, a widow or a divorced woman, or one who is profaned by harlotry. These he may not take. But rather, he is to marry a virgin of his own people, that he may not profane his offspring among his people, for I am the Lord who sanctifies them. Then the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to Aaron, saying, No man of your offspring throughout their generations who has a defect shall approach to offer the bread of his God. For no one who has a defect shall approach a blind man or a lame man or he who has a disfigured face or any deformed limb or a man who has a broken foot or broken hand or a hunchback or a dwarf or one who has a defect in his eye or eczema or scabs or crushed testicles. No man among the descendants of Aaron, the priest, who has a defect is to come near to offer the Lord's offerings by fire. Since he has a defect, he shall not come near to offer the bread of his God. He may eat the bread of his God, both of the most holy and of the holy, only he shall not go in to the veil or come near the altar, because he has a defect, that he may not profane my sanctuaries, for I am the Lord who sanctifies them. So Moses spoke to Aaron and to his sons and to all the sons of Israel. Then the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Tell Aaron and his sons to be careful with the holy gifts of the sons of Israel, which they dedicate to me, so as not to profane my holy name. I am the Lord. Say to them, If any man among all the descendants throughout your generations approaches the holy gifts, which the sons of Israel dedicate to the Lord, while he has an uncleanness, that person shall be cut off from before me. I am the Lord. No man of the descendants of Aaron, who is a leper, or who has a discharge, may eat of the holy gifts until he is clean. And if one touches anything made unclean by a corpse, or if a man has a seminal emission, or if a man touches any teeming thing by which he is made unclean, or any man who he is made unclean, whatever his uncleanliness, a person who touches any such shall be unclean until evening, and shall not eat of the holy gifts, unless he has bathed his body in water. 
but when the sun sets, he shall be clean, and afterward he shall eat of the holy gifts, for it is his food. He shall not eat any animal which dies or is torn by beasts, becoming unclean by it. I am the Lord. They shall therefore keep my charge, so that they may not bear sin because of it, and die, thereby because they profane it. I am the Lord who, sanct- who sanctifies them. No layman, however, is to eat the holy gift. A sojourner with the priest or a hired man shall not eat of the holy gift. But if a priest buys a slave as his property with his money, that one may eat of it. And those who are born in his house may eat of his food. And if a priest's daughter is married to a layman, she shall not eat of the offering of the gifts. But if a priest's daughter becomes a widow or divorced and has no child and returns to her father's house as in her youth, she shall eat of her father's food, but no layman shall eat of it. But if a man eats a holy gift unintentionally, then he shall add to it a fifth of it and shall give the holy gift to the priest, and they shall not profane the holy gifts of the sons of Israel, which they offer to the Lord, and so cause them to bear punishment for guilt by eating their holy gifts. I am the Lord who sanctifies them. Then the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to Aaron and to the sons and to all the sons of Israel, and say to them, Any man in the house of Israel or of the aliens in Israel who presents his offering, whether it be it is as of a votive or the free will offering, which they present to the Lord for a burnt offering, for you to be accepted, it must be a male without defect from the cattle, the sheep, or the goats. Whatever has a defect, you shall not offer it, for it will not be accepted for you. And when a man offers a sacrifice of peace offering to the Lord to fulfill a special vow or for a free will offering of the herd or of the flock, it must be perfect to be accepted. There shall be no defect in it. Those that are blind or fractured or maimed or having a running sore or eczema or scabs, you shall not offer to the Lord, nor make them an offering by fire on the altar to the Lord. In respect to an ox or a lamb, which has an overgrown or stunted member, you may present it for a freewill offering, but for a vow it shall not be accepted. Also, anything with its testicles bruised or crushed or torn or cut, you shall not offer to the Lord or sacrifice it in your land. Nor shall you accept any such from the hand of a foreigner for the offering as the food of your God. For their corruption is in them. They have a defect. They shall not be accepted for you. Then the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, When an ox or a sheep or a goat is born, it shall remain seven days with its mother. And from the eighth day on it shall be accepted as a sacrifice for an offering by fire to the Lord. But whether it's an ox or a sheep, you shall not kill both, both it and its young in one day. And when you sacrifice the sacrifice of thanksgiving to the Lord, you shall sacrifice it so that it may be accepted. It shall be eaten on the same day. You shall leave none of it until morning. I am the Lord. You shall keep my commandments and do them. I am the Lord. And you shall not profane my holy name, but but I will be sanctified among the sons of Israel. I am the Lord who sanctifies you, who brought you out of the land of Egypt to be your God. I am the Lord.
The Lord spoke again to Moses, saying, Speak to the sons of Israel and say to them, The Lord's appointed times, which you shall proclaim as holy convocations, my appointed times are these. For six days work may be done, but on the seventh day there is a Sabbath, a complete rest, a holy convocation. You shall not do any work. It is a Sabbath to the Lord in all your dwellings. These are the appointed times of the Lord, holy convocations, which you shall proclaim at the times appointed for them. In the first month, on the fourteenth day of the month, at twilight, is the Lord's Passover. Then on the fifteenth day of the same month, there is a feast of unleavened bread to the Lord. For seven days you shall eat unleavened bread. On the first day you shall have a holy convocation. You shall not do any laborious work. But for seven days you, you shall present an offering by fire to the Lord. On the seventh day is a holy convocation. You shall not do any laborious work. Then the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to the sons of Israel and say to them, When you enter the land which I am going to give to you, and reap its harvest, then you shall bring in the sheaf of the first fruits of your harvest to the priest. He shall wave the sheaf before the Lord for you to be accepted. And the day after the Sabbath, the priest shall wave it. Now on the day when you wave the sheaf, you shall offer a male lamb, one year old, without defect, for a burnt offering to the Lord. Its grain offering shall then be two-tenths of an ephah, of fine flour mixed with oil, an offering by fire to the Lord, for a soothing aroma with its drink offering, a fourth of a hand of wine. Until this same day, until you have brought in the offering of your God, you shall eat neither bread nor roasted grain nor new growth. It is to be a perpetual statute throughout your generations in all your dwelling places. You shall also count for yourselves from the day after the Sabbath, from the day when you brought in the sheaf of the wave offering. There shall be seven complete Sabbaths. You shall count fifty days to the day after the seventh Sabbath. Then you shall present a new grain offering to the Lord. You shall bring in from your dwelling places two loaves of bread for a wave offering made of two tenths of an ephah. Then they shall be a fine flour baked with leaven as first fruits to the Lord. Along with the bread you shall present seven one-year-old lambs, male lambs, without defect, and a bull of the herd and two rams. They are to be a burnt offering to the Lord, with their grain offering and their drink offerings, and an offering by fire of a soothing aroma to the Lord. You shall also offer one male goat for a sin offering, and two male lambs, one year old, for a sacrifice of peace offerings. The priest shall then wave them with the bread of the first fruits for a wave offering with two lambs before the Lord. They are to be holy to the Lord for the priest. On this same day you shall make a proclamation as well. You are to have a holy convocation. You shall do no laborious work. It is a perpetual statue in all your dwelling places throughout your generations. When you reap the harvest of your land, moreover, you shall not reap the very corners of your field, nor gather the gleaning of your harvest. You are to leave them for the needy and the alien. I am the Lord your God. Again the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to the sons of Israel, saying, In the seventh month, on the first of the month, you shall have a rest, a remain, reminder by blowing of trumpets, a holy convocation. You shall not do any laborious work, but you shall present an offering by fire to the Lord. 
The Lord spoke to Moses saying, On exactly the tenth day of this seventh month is a day of atonement. It shall be a holy convocation for you, and you shall humble your souls and present an offering by fire to the Lord. You shall not do any work on this same day, for it is a day of atonement, to make atonement on your behalf before the Lord your God. If there is any person who will not humble himself on this same day, he shall be cut off from his people. As for any person who does any work on this day, that person I will destroy from among his people. You shall do no work at all. It is to be a perpetual statute throughout your generations in all your dwelling places. It is to be a Sabbath of complete rest to you. And you shall humble your souls on the ninth of the month at evening. From evening until evening you shall keep your Sabbath. Again the Lord spoke to Moses saying, Speak to the sons of Israel saying, On the fifteenth of this seventh month is the feast of booths for seven days to the Lord. On the first day is a holy convocation. You shall do no laborious work of any kind. For seven days you shall present an offering by fire to the Lord. On the eighth day you shall have a holy convocation and present an offering by fire to the Lord. It is an assembly. You shall do no laborious work. These are the appointed times of the Lord, which you shall proclaim as holy convocations, to present offerings by fire to the Lord. Burn offerings and grain offerings, sacrifices and drink offerings, each day's matter on its own day. Besides those of the Sabbaths of the Lord, and besides your gifts, and besides all your votive and free will offerings which you give to the Lord, on exactly the fifteenth day of the seventh month, when you have gathered in the crops of the land, you shall celebrate the feast of the Lord for seven days, with a rest on the first day and a rest on the eighth day. Now on the first day you shall take for yourselves the foliage of beautiful trees, palm, tree, palm branches and boughs of leafy trees and willows of the brook, and you shall rejoice before the Lord your God for seven days. You shall thus celebrate it as a feast to the Lord for seven days in the year. It shall be a perpetual statute throughout your generations. You shall celebrate it in the seventh month. You shall live in booths for seven days. All the native born in Israel shall live in booths, so that your generation may know that I had the sons of Israel live in booths when, they, when I brought them out from the land of Egypt. I am the Lord your God. So Moses declared to the sons of Israel the appointed times of the Lord. Then the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Command the sons of Israel that they bring to you clear oil from beaten olives with the light to make a lamp burn continually. Outside the veil of testimony in the tent of meeting, Aaron shall keep it in order from evening to morning before the Lord continually. It shall be a perpetual statute throughout your generations. He shall keep the lamps in order on the pure gold lampstand before the Lord continually. Then you shall take fine flour and bake twelve cakes with it. Two tenths of an ephah shall be in each cake. You shall set them in two rows, six to a row on the pure gold table before the Lord. You shall put pure frankincense on each row, that it may be a memorial portion for the bread, even an offering by fire to the Lord. Every Sabbath day he shall set it in order before the Lord continually. It is an everlasting covenant for the sons of Israel. It shall be for Aaron and his sons, and they shall eat it in a holy place, for it is most holy to him from the Lord's offerings by fire, 
his portion forever. Now the son of an Israelite woman, whose father was an Egyptian, went out among the sons of Israel. And the Israelite woman's son and a man of Israel struggled with each other in the camp. The son of the Israelite woman blasphemed the name and cursed. So they brought him to Moses. Now his mother's name was Shalomith, and the daughter of Debri, of the tribe of Dan. They put him in custody so that, the, so that the command of the Lord might be made clear to them. Then the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Bring the one who has cursed outside the camp, and let all who heard him lay their hands on his head, and then let all the congregation stone him. You shall speak to the sons of Israel, saying, If anyone curses his God, then he will bear his sin. Moreover, the one who blasphemies the name of the Lord shall surely be put to death. All the congregation shall certainly stone him. The alien, as well as the native, when he blasphemies the name, shall be put to death. If a man takes the life of any human being, he shall surely be put to death. The one who takes the life of an animal shall make it good, life for life. If, an, if a man injures his neighbor, just as he has done, so it shall be done to him. Fracture for fracture, eye for eye, tooth for tooth. Just as he has injured a man, so it shall be inflicted on him. Thus, the one who kills an animal and shall make it good, but the one who kills a man shall be put to death. There shall be one standard for you, it shall be for the stranger as well as the native, for I am the Lord your God. Then Moses spoke to the sons of Israel, and they brought the one who had cursed outside the camp and stoned him with the stones. Thus, the sons of Israel did just as the Lord had commanded Moses. The Lord then spoke to Moses at Mount Sinai, saying, Speak to the sons of Israel and say to them, When you come into the land which I shall give you, then the land shall have a Sabbath to the Lord. Six years you shall sow your field, and six years you shall prune your vineyard and gather its crop. But during the seventh year the land shall have a Sabbath rest, a Sabbath to the Lord. You shall not sow your field nor prune your vineyard. Your harvest after growth you shall not reap, and your grapes of untrimmed vines you shall not gather. The land shall have a sabbatical year. All of you shall have the Sabbath products of the land for food, yourself and your male and female slaves, and your hired man and your foreign resident, those who live as aliens with you. Even your cattle and the animals that are in your land shall have all its crops to eat. You are also to count off seven Sabbaths of years for yourself, seven times seven years so that you have the time of the seven Sabbaths of years, namely forty-nine years. You shall then sound a ram's horn abroad on the tenth day of the seventh month. On the day of atonement you shall sound a horn all throughout your land. You shall thus consecrate the fiftieth year and proclaim a release through the land to all its inhabitants. It shall be a jubilee for you, and each of you shall return to his own property, and each of you shall return to his family. You shall have the fiftieth year as a jubilee. You shall not sow, nor reap its aftergrowth, nor gather in from its untrimmed vines. For it is a jubilee. It shall be holy to you. You shall, not eat, you shall eat its crops out of the field. On this year of jubilee, each of you shall return to his own property. If you make a sale, moreover, to your friend, or buy from your friend's hand, you shall not wrong one another. Corresponding to the number of years after the jubilee, you shall buy from your friend. He is to sell to you according to the number of years of crops. In proportion to the extent of years, you shall increase its price, and in proportion to the fewness of years, you shall diminish its price, for it is a number of crops he is selling to you. 
So you shall not wrong one another, but you shall fear your, fear your God, for I am the Lord your God. You shall thus observe my statutes and keep my judgments, so as to carry them out, that you may live securely in the land. Then the land will yield its product, produce, so that you can eat your fill and live securely on it. But if you say, "What we are going to eat? What are we going to eat on the seventh year? If we do not sow or gather in our crops, then I will so order my blessing for you in the sixth year that it will bring forth the crop for three years. When you are sowing the eighth year, you sh- can still eat old things from the crop, eating the old until the ninth year when its crop comes in." The land, moreover, shall not be sold permanently, for the land is mine, for you are but aliens and sojourners with me. Thus, every for every piece of your property, you are to provide for the redemption of the land. If a fellow countryman of yours becomes so poor he has to sell part of his property, then his nearest kinsman is to come and buy back what his relative has sold. Or in case a man has no kinsman, but so recovers his means as to find sufficient for his redemption, Then he shall calculate the years since its sale and refund the balance to the man to whom he sold it, and so return to his property. But if he has not found sufficient means to get it back for himself, then what he has sold shall remain in the hands of its purchaser until the year of Jubilee. But at the Jubilee it shall revert, that he may return to his property. Likewise, if a man sells a dwelling house in a walled city, then his redemption right remains valid until a full year from its sale. His right of redemption lasts a full year. But if it is not brought back to him for him within the space of a full year, then the house that is in the walled city passes permanently to its purchaser throughout its, his generations. It does not revert in the jubilee. The houses of the villages, however, which have no surrounding wall, shall be considered as open fields. They have redemption rights and revert in the jubilee. As for the cities of the Levites, the Levites have a permanent right of redemption for the houses of the cities which are their possession. What, therefore, belongs to the Levites may be redeemed, and a house sell in the city of this possession reverts in the Jubilee. For the houses of the cities of the Levites are their possession among the sons of Israel. The pasture fields of their cities shall not be sold, for that is their perpetual possession. Now in case a countryman of yours becomes poor, and his means with regard to you falter, then you are to sustain him like a stranger or a sojourner, that he may live with you. Do not take usurious interest from him, but revere your God, that your countrymen may live with you. You shall not give him your silver at interest, nor your food for gain. I am the Lord your God, who brought you out of the land of Egypt, to give you the land of Canaan, and to be your God. If a countryman of yours becomes so poor with regard to you, that he sells himself to you, you shall not subject him to a slave service. He shall be with you as a hired man, as if he were a sojourner. He shall serve with you until the year of Jubilee. He shall then go out from you, he and his sons with him, and shall go back to his family, that he may return to the property of his forefathers. For they are my servants whom I brought out from the land of Egypt. They are not to be sold in a slave sale. You shall not rule over him with severity, but you are to revere your God. As for your male and female slaves whom you may have, You may acquire male and female slaves from the pagan nations that are around you. Then, too, it is out of the sons of the sojourners who live as aliens among you that you may gain acquisition, and out of their families who are with you, whom they will have produced in your land. They also may become your possession. You may even bequeath them to your sons after you to receive as a possession. You can use them as permanent slaves, 
But in respect to your countrymen, the sons of Israel, you shall not rule with severity over one another. Now if the means of a stranger or of a sojourner with you become sufficient, and a countryman of yours becomes so poor with regard to him as to sell himself to a stranger who is sojourning with you, or to the descendants of a stranger's family, then he shall have redemption right after he has been sold. One of the brothers may redeem him, or his uncle, or his uncle's son may redeem him, or one of his blood relatives from his family may redeem him, or if he prospers, he may redeem himself. He then, with his purchaser, shall calculate from the year when he sold himself to him up to the year of Jubilee, and the price of his sale shall correspond to the number of years. It is like the days of a hired man that he shall be with him. If there are still many years, he shall refund part of his purchase price in proportion to them for his own redemption. And if few years remain until the year of Jubilee, he shall so calculate with him. In proportion to his years, he is to refund the amount for his redemption. Like a, hire, like a man hired year by year, he shall be with him. He shall not rule over him with severity in your sight. Even if he is not redeemed by these means, he shall still go out in the year of Jubilee, he and his sons with him. For the sons of Israel are my servants. They are my servants who, whom I brought out from the land of Egypt. I am the Lord your God. You shall not make for yourselves idols, nor shall you set up for yourselves an image or sacred pillar, nor shall you place figured stone in your land to bow down to, for I am the Lord your God. You shall keep my Sabbaths and reverence my sanctuary. I am the Lord. If you walk in my statutes and keep my commandments so as to carry them out, then I shall give you rains in their season so that the, so that the land will yield its produce and the trees of the field will bear their fruit. Indeed, your threshing will last for you until grape gathering, and grape gathering will last until sowing time. You will thus eat your food to the full and live and live securely in your land. I shall also grant peace in the land, so that you may lie down with no one making you tremble. I shall also eliminate harmful beasts from the land, and no sword will pass through your land. But you will chase your enemies, and they will fall before you by the sword. Five of you will chase a hundred, and a hundred of you will chase ten thousand, and your enemies will fall before you by the sword. So I will turn towards you, and make you fruitful, and multiply you, and I will confirm my covenant with you. You will eat the old supply, and clear out the old because of the new. Moreover, I will make my dwelling among you, and my soul will not reject you. I will also walk among you, and be your God, and you shall be my people. I am the Lord your God, who brought you out of the land of Egypt so that you would not be their slaves. And I broke the bars of your yoke and made you walk erect. But if you do not obey me and do not carry out all these commandments, if instead you reject my statutes and if your soul abhors my ordinances so as not to carry out all my commandments and so break my covenant, I in turn will do this to you. I will appoint over you a sudden terror, consumption and fever that will waste away the eyes and cause the soul to pine away also, you will sow your seed uselessly, for your enemies will eat it up. I will set my face against you, so that you will be struck down before your enemies. And those who hate you will rule over you, and you will flee when no one is pursuing you. If, I also, if also after these things you do not obey me, then I will punish you seven times more for your sins. I will also break down your pride of power. I will also make you your skyline like iron and your earth like bronze. 
Your strength will be spent uselessly, for your land will not yield its produce, and the trees of the land will not yield their fruit. If then you act with hostility against me and are unwilling to obey me, I will increase the plague on you seven times according to your sins. I will let loose among you the beasts of the field, which will bereave you of your children and destroy your cattle and reduce your number so that your roads lie deserted. And if by these things you are not turned to me, but act with hostility against me, then I will act with hostility against you, and I, even I, will strike you seven times for your sins. I will also bring upon you a sword which will execute vengeance for the covenant, and when you gather together into this into your cities, I will send pestilence among you, so that you shall be delivered into enemy hands. When I break your staff of bread, ten women will break your bread in one oven, and they will bring back your bread in rationed amounts, that you will eat and not be satisfied. Yet, in spite of this, you do not obey me, but act with hostility against me, then I will act with wrathful hostility against you, and I, even I, will punish you seven times for your sins. Further, you will eat the flesh of your sons, and the flesh of your daughters you will eat. I then will destroy your high places, and cut down your incense altars, and heap your remains on the remains of your idols, for my soul shall abhor you. I will lay waste your cities as well, and will make your sanctuaries desolate, and I will not smell your soothing aromas. I will make the land desolate, so that your enemies will settle in it, will be appalled over it. You, however, I will scatter among the nations and will draw out a sword after you as your land becomes desolate and your cities become waste. Then the land will enjoy its Sabbaths all the days of the desolation while you are in your enemy's land. Then the land will rest and enjoy its Sabbaths. All the days of its desolation it will observe the rest which it did not observe on your Sabbath while you are living in, on it. As for those of you who may be left, I will also bring weakness into their hearts in the lands of their enemies, and the sound of a driven leaf will chase them, and even when no one is pursuing, they will flee as though from the sword, and they will fall. They will therefore stumble over each other as if running from the sword, although no one is pursuing, and you will have no strength to stand up before your enemies. But you will perish among the nations, and your enemies' land will consume you, so those of you who may be left will rot away because of their iniquity in the lands of your enemies, and also because of the iniquities of the forefathers, they will rot away with them. If they confess their iniquity and the iniquity of their forefathers in their unfaithfulness which they committed against me, and also in their acting with hostility against me, I also was acting with hostility against them to bring them to the land of their enemies, or if their uncircumcised heart becomes humbled so that they can so that they then make amends for their iniquity, then I will remember my covenant with Jacob, and I will remember also my covenant with Isaac, and my covenant with Abraham as well, and I will remember the land. For the land will be abandoned by them, and will make up for its Sabbaths, while it is made desolate without them. They, meanwhile, will be making amends for their iniquity, because they rejected my ordinances, and their soul abhorred my statutes. Yet in spite of this, when they are in the land of their enemies, I will not reject them, nor will I so abhor them so as to destroy them, breaking my covenant with them, for I am the Lord their God. But I will remember them for their covenant with their ancestors whom I brought out of the land of Egypt in the sight of the nations, that I might be their God. I am the Lord. These are the statutes and ordinances and laws which the Lord established between himself and the sons of Israel through Moses at Mount Sinai.
Again, the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to the sons of Israel and say to them, When a man makes a difficult vow, he shall be valued according to your valuation of persons belonging to the Lord. If your valuation is of the male from 20 years, even to 60 years old, then your valuation shall be 50 shekels of silver after the shekel of the sanctuary. Or if it is a female, then your valuation shall be 30 shekels. If it be from five years, even to 20 years old, then your valuation for the male shall be 20 shekels and for the female 10 shekels. But if they are from a month even to five years old, then your valuation shall be five shekels of silver for the male, and for the female your valuation shall be three shekels of silver. If they are from sixty years old and upward, if it is a male, then your valuation shall be fifteen shekels, and for the female, ten shekels. But if he is poorer than your valuation, then he shall be placed before the priest, and the priest shall value him, according to the means of the one who vowed. The priest shall value him. Now, if it is an animal of the kind which men can present as an offering to the Lord, any such that one gives to the Lord gives to the Lord shall be holy. He shall not replace it or exchange it, a good for a bad, or a bad for a good. Or if he does exchange animal for animal, then both it and its substitute shall become holy. If, however, it is an, any unclean animal of the kind which men do not present as an offering to the Lord, then he shall place the animal before the priest. The priest shall value it, either good or bad, as you, the priest, value it, so it shall be. But if he should ever wish to redeem it, then he shall add one-fifth of it to your valuation. Now if a man consecrates his house as, a ho as holy to the Lord, then the priest shall value it as either good or bad. As a priest values it, so you shall stand. So it shall stand. Yet if the one who consecrates it should wish to redeem his house, then he shall add one-fifth of your valuation price to it, so that it may be his. Again, if a man consecrates to the Lord part of the fields of his own property, then your valuation shall be proportionate to the seed needed for it. A homer of barley seed at fifty shekels of silver. If he consecrates his field as of the year of Jubilee, according to your valuation, it shall stand. If he consecrates his field after the jubilee, however, then the priest shall cal calculate the price for him proportionate to the years that are left until the year of jubilee, and it shall be deducted from your valuation. If the one who consecrate it, consecrates it should ever wish to redeem the field, then he shall add one-fifth of your valuation price to it, so that it may pass to him. Yet if he will not redeem the field, but has sold the field to another man, it may no longer be redeemed. And when it reverts to the jubilee, the field shall be holy to the Lord. Like a field set apart, it shall be for the priest as his property. Or if he consecrates it to the Lord, a field which he has bought, which is not part of the field of his own property, then the priest shall calculate for him the amount of your valuation up to the year of jubilee. And he shall on that day give you your valuation as holy to the Lord. In the year of Jubilee, the field shall return to the one from whom he bought it, to whom the possession of the land belongs. Every valuation of yours, moreover, shall be after the shekel of the sanctuary. The shekel shall be twenty guras. However, a firstborn among animals, which as a firstborn belongs to the Lord, no man may consecrate it. 
whether ox or sheep, it is the Lord's. But if it is among the unclean animals, then he shall redeem it according to your evaluation and add it to one, and add to it one-fifth of it. And if it is not redeemed, then it shall be sold according to your valuation. Nevertheless, anything which a man sets apart to the Lord out of all that he has, of man or animal, or of the fields of his own property, shall not be sold or redeemed. Anything devoted to destruction is most holy to the Lord. No one who may have been sent apart among men shall be ransomed. He shall surely be put to death. Thus all the tithe of the land, of the seed of the land, or the fruit of the tree, is the Lord's. It is holy to the Lord. If, therefore, a man wishes to redeem part of the tithe, he shall add to it one-fifth of it. For every tenth part of the herd or flock, whatever passes under the rod, the tenth one the tenth one shall be holy to the Lord. He is not to be concerned whether it is good or bad, nor shall he exchange it, or if he does exchange it, then both it and its substitute shall become holy. It shall not be redeemed. These are the commandments which the Lord commanded Moses for the sons of Israel at Mount Sinai. Instruction in this, and we have to figure out a way to teach our children as we move forward. Let's go to the Lord in prayer.